Good morning, and thank you for joining me today on Monday Morning Motivations. No matter when or where you're listening to this at any day throughout the week, my prayer is that this message ignites reflection and a moment of meditation that draws you closer to Christ. And with that being said, let's dive right in. Today's verse comes from Philippians 4 and 8, and it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or worthy of praise, think about such things. What are you focused on? In your battle with whatever sin that may entangle you, what is your eye set on? Pastor Dietrich Bonhoeffer once said, The pursuit of purity is not about the suppression of lust but about the reorientation of one's life to a larger goal. Now, although your entanglement might not be lust, I believe that his sentiments still apply. And that is the pursuit of victory over sin is not obtained from simply suppressing the sin, but also in greater part in refocusing our lives on Christ. For many of us, we focus hard and desperately on the sin never letting it out of our sights in fear that the moment we do, it'll sneak up behind us and catch us off guard. But as we know, we ourselves cannot win in a battle to suppress sin. No matter how hard we fight against it, it will eventually overpower us if we focus on fighting it in our strength alone. And that is why God tells us to focus on him, to lean into him and stop relying on our own strength to overcome our battles. This is crucial because our spiritual battles are one in two phases, victory over and replacement with or delivered from and delivered to. When we think of the children of Israel, God didn't just deliver them from Egypt. He also wanted to deliver them to the promised land. He took away one thing, but their salvation wasn't complete until he replaced it with something greater. This is the same in the believer's life. He doesn't just want to deliver you from the sin inside of you. More than that, he desires to deliver you to himself. But so many times we become so preoccupied and afraid of what we're being delivered from that we forget the power and magnificent of who we're being delivered to. We become so preoccupied with the sin that we're running from that we forget the father that we're running to. And if we aren't careful, we can run from the sin, but never replace it with the father and end up in a much worse situation than we began with. Matthew 12, 43 through 45 speaks on this exact thing when it says when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left when it arrives It finds the house unoccupied, swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is far worse than the first. This is what happens when we stop at the delivered from part, but are never delivered to God. We run from the sin and experience so-called victories over it, but we never run to God. 
This is why changing our focus is so important. Switching our focus from the sin to Christ. And when we do that, it changes our whole perspective in battles. No longer are we overcome with fear of sin overtaking us because we realize who we're being delivered to and no longer focused on what we're being delivered from. Our house now has a resident. It is no longer unoccupied. No longer do we spend our time constantly looking over our shoulders in terror of the sin that's behind us, so afraid of stumbling, falling, and being devoured by the sin that's nipping at our feet. Instead, we remember the loving Father that has his arms wide open and that we're running towards. An example of this that comes to mind is in movies. The difference between horror movies and one of those feel-good movies. The direction and the perspective of the camera. When you think about horror movies, you see the camera constantly focused on what's behind the person. And that, in us, invokes a sense of fear. As the person runs, the camera and the person is constantly focused on what's behind them. Constantly afraid of falling, tripping over the smallest things, always in a state of anxiety and utter terror of what they're running from. And no matter how far they run or how they may look behind them and don't see the killer or the danger, they are not safe until they get to a protected area. So God forbid they actually let down their guard mid run just because they don't see the danger. Because as soon as they do, they realize how unsafe and vulnerable they actually were. This is how we are as Christian many times. We are terrified of what's behind us, the sin that's ever encroaching on us, and Satan as he constantly tempts us. But then there are times when we get lured into a false sense of security because we may look behind us and not see the danger anymore. Don't feel the temptation as much or don't feel it at all for a season. So in our minds, we can stop and rest mid-journey. We stop camp out instead of continuing on to the arms of Christ. We stop at good enough because we figure we're finally out of harm's way. Then we quickly discover, like in the movies, how foolish we actually were. But when you look at those feel-good movies, those love stories, those movies that make our hearts swell, when you think about a child, a parent, a lover, a spouse running towards uh, the arms of their significant other, what you always notice is the camera never looks behind them. The camera never looks over their shoulders because it is always facing forward because the director of the movie wants to relay the importance of what's in front of the character. The person realizes how important what's ahead of them actually is. They never look back to see what may be behind them or maybe following them, nor do they stay on the ground when they are tripped up. They immediately get back up and continue running forward with determination. And that's how we have to become with our deliverance. A mentality of shifting our focus from what we're being delivered from to what we're being delivered to. It's becoming so focused on what's ahead of us that what's behind us does not have any appeal to us anymore. It's becoming so focused on Christ that fear does not have a place in our hearts. The fear of uncertainty of what may be ahead of us can no longer hold us captive. 
God, I come to you today praying for anyone who may be listening to this, praying for their strength and endurance as you walk with them from captivity into their promised land. Help them endure the journey and not lose focus partway through. Help them to not look back and miss what's behind them or fear what's ahead of them. No matter where they are in this journey, help them to refocus their minds and realize who they're running to and not be afraid of what they're running from. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining me today for this moment of meditation. And remember, there is no time like today to be motivated for Christ. I pray that you continue to grow in your faith, and I hope to ride with you again next week. Thank you, and God bless.